When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to talk about the worst show ever made and the worst ending of all time and really, you know, discuss how terrible this whole thing ended. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, that- absolutely. Yeah, that's, I think that's, uh, oh, are, are you speaking in Twitter language? <laughs> Is that I mean, what- wasn't this the worst show ever? Yeah. No? Yeah, because of one, <laughs> yeah, one, one single season, it made it the worst show ever, so... <laughs> That's uh, that's yeah. Again, are you are you speaking in Twitter language? Or? Absolutely. Well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we'll we'll see. As yeah, we go I guess along. we'll see. But you know, we wanted to really just sort of say goodbye to the series, and uh, also have a patented top five to throw into the mix. Yes, is it patented though? It absolutely is. Uh, I, I checked okay. with, the, with the patent office last, I knew, last week. I knew it was patent pending. I just wasn't sure <laughs> no. if it was official yet. All right, cool. Yeah, I appreciate, going through. appreciate you going down to the office like that and getting that done. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely uh, excited to talk about this. We did our first... Uh, well, now we hold on. Patent. Actually, I sort of like the idea of patent pending top five. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I prefer Man, that that's, Yeah, we're going to... Yeah, I'm going to make some stickers of that, some t-shirts of that. <laughs> patent pending top five. <laughs> All right, we're... We're just coming up with ideas right on the show here. I love it. Um, Great ideas. Yeah. We first uh, got into TV on this show with uh, with Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, we did our top five Game of Thrones characters a few weeks ago, and now yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, season eight as a whole, just how, how we thought what we thought of it, and you know how it ended and everything. I mean, in the characters episode, we kind of talked about you know how we or you know how we like Game of Thrones and everything, and blah blah blah. But um, yeah, this we'll talk about season eight a little, how the series as a whole wrapped up, and then we're going to give our top five Game of Thrones moments. So that should yeah. be fun. Absolutely, we're uh, we talked about last time in our uh, top five Game of Thrones characters. We we're dipping the toe into into TV. Now we're maybe going what ankle deep here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're doing. Yeah, we, we had the toe last time. Now we're ankle deep. I don't know. If that, I mean, we're still stuck on the same show, so I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's like true. takes back a little, but. But yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna be exploring more TV, folks. So, but I mean, but yeah, as you you know uh, <laughs> brought up at the beginning of the show, how divisive uh, this this final season has been. These last two seasons, it seems, Twitter has just been in a frenzy over this, and especially the finale, worst finale ever. I've been seeing. Yeah, um, you want to, which I think is overblown. I mean, I think, I think I mean, it, yeah, we can certainly talk about all that as a whole, uh, but I think sort of centered around is that last episode that's what's fresh in our minds and probably in everyone else's just sort of thinking you know i I think you you texted me like what'd you think and blanket i said honestly i thought it was kind of (laughs) great that that, that was my first thought now just sure there are problems with it but you know i'm i'm enjoying it you know i'm here for the ride i'm not here to be it's it's not saying there, there aren't critical moments which we can certainly get into but 
I was just happy to be here. I was so glad that this thing was made. I mean, if I could be watching any one thing on that Sunday night, it would have absolutely been this. And there was quite a lot of moments even within that last episode, which were fantastic. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I mean, first of all, it's so hard to wrap up a series. You know, it's it's people act like it's like the easiest thing in the world. Like they, they want everything, you know, that they think should happen to happen. And if it doesn't, Oh, it's the worst ever. You know, I've said it before. I hate this mentality of, you know, if something's not a 10, it's a zero or vice versa. You know, it's, it's, you know, was it the best finale ever? No. For me, no. But was it the worst? Absolutely not. Um, I don't even know if, I mean, I I don't know. I'm trying to think of what is the best finale ever. I don't know. I think at, at this point you're hoping for some closure. And I think while not everything was tied up together and left alone, I think most of the characters got in a in a spot that we could understand yeah and that's pretty good for a, a massive sprawling story definitely and I, and I love how it was stark heavy you know i mean it's uh you know it's been brought about you know brought up how george R. R. martin has said you know there's no clear-cut villains and and heroes but i mean the starks are definitely the the protagonists of this whole story so i'm glad you know their stories got wrapped up and you know they they finally had a happy ending in a way it was almost too happy for game of thrones but at the same time i mean that family's been through so much that it's like you know i was i was glad that they finally had their little happy endings yeah i mean think about i mean just to piggyback on everything you just said you've heard i've heard the same criticism this is a little too happy but i mean think about where you were in say season three or season four right I mean, it looks like all is lost. Yeah. And in the books and in the TV show, it takes you, and we talk about this, it's sometimes about the journey. This is a hell of a journey. And you are behind these people for so long. I mean, how long does it take to finally pay off to this moment? And now you're going to say it's too sweet? No. Yeah. This was well, a, I, well, I fucking walked through the desert to get to this oasis, and I'm going to enjoy the oasis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the emotional journey this show took you on was just, yeah, I mean, it's it was... It was a lot, so yeah, I'm glad glad they did it in this way. And it wasn't totally happy. I mean, no. technically, John, you know, was is a criminal. You know, he's he had to join the Night's Watch at the end. You know, so I mean, he, uh, you know, had to pay for his crimes, quote unquote. So, um, do we want to jump into him, or do you want to dance around a little bit more on uh, well, some other well, stuff? Real quick, I just want to say that. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, for the episode or the series yeah. or the season or okay. whatever. Well, I was just going to say, the, 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 uh, not to go into negatives, but yeah, the, the whole problem I had with, I guess, this finale and the series as a whole, the last, or I'm sorry, the season as a whole and the, even the last two seasons, just how rushed it is, you know? Uh, yep. And I know that's, you know, it's being, you know, said a lot, but, you know, it's, it's not news for me to say that, but. Yeah, it, it 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 just yeah, just I wish they had more. I wish both these seasons were 10 episodes like like the rest and you know, to give more time to flesh out certain storylines and and characters. I think that's my biggest problem. Uh, it seems to be it. the most obvious one. I mean, these two past seasons could have been four or five seasons, really. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even the last two episodes could have of season eight could have been a whole season. Yeah. on its own. I mean, Easily. look look at you know the first three seasons. Brand, uh, our Jamie is a prisoner. You know, and you know he's being you know dragged along by Brienne for a season yeah. and a half. You know, I mean, they 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 
you know built characters you know in the in the you know first few seasons and now this this last two seasons just seems like they're trying to you know just tie loose ends which is normal for you know ser- when series you know come to an end but uh um, yeah ned stark was in king's landing for six episodes yeah something yeah, like that yep yeah i think he, i mean yeah he left in the second episode so yeah or so maybe more, so maybe seven full episodes maybe right. King's Landing, maybe one travel or a half. Anyway, but somewhere around there, basically what we saw from Ned going down the King's Road and all his time in King's Landing, based on the you know how fast the story has moved this season, that would have been one episode. He would have arrived and then was would have been beheaded in like four right. minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, yeah, they just weren't able to yeah again take the take their time, and it seemed like they were more worried about you know providing the spectacle. So so they had those two huge episodes this season. The 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 Night King one, obviously, uh, the Long yeah. Night, I think it was called, and then um, the which I think is looking better now in retrospect. Yeah, and some people knocked on that one, and now I'm thinking back. God, that was amazing. No, it really was. I loved, <laughs> I loved that episode, and uh, and then obviously the the Bells episode when Danny, you know, becomes the Mad Queen. Essentially, the, those two episodes. It seemed like the showrunners were more worried about having those big spectacle est- yeah, episodes yeah. and put their budget towards that rather than paying actors for more episodes to you know. Flex out character ideas and yeah you know they're like tent poles or whatever right. they're centering around those two major events yeah yeah but but yeah i mean that that that's my one gripe over the last two seasons just how rushed and, and everything but but yeah i mean i, I don't want to you know t- stick stick on the negatives i mean like you said with the long night episode i mean that uh, like me and my wife were audibly like 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 when Arya jumped out of the shadows to kill the Night King, like that was just like I audibly <laughs> shouted I was out, cheering, yeah. yeah, like I was watching a sports game and someone right. just hit a three at the yeah. end of a buzzer, you know? Yeah, seriously, it was yeah Arya's buzzer beater. <laughs> so yeah, that it was, really was it was awesome, man. So yeah, I mean there were so many great moments in in this season, last season. I mean throughout the this show, obviously, but uh, yeah. So I mean as a whole, this season eight, would it? I mean, uh, what, what do you think? You know, it's got flaws, but I like it. You know, and I understand it, it is rushed. So we're dealing with something that's rushed. So you just kind of have to deal with it. I, I don't know. The, the most obvious thing I can think of is that it's just impossible to keep this cast and crew together right. for so long. Yeah. yeah, It seems to be the clearest thing. I remember years ago, this might have been around season two or three-ish, when uh, D.B. Weiss and Benioff were saying they want to do... They want to do ten season ten episodes. That's I re- can recall reading that. Right, like it's yesterday, and here we go. You know, we gotta just sew this thing up. Maybe the actors can't do it. You know, maybe the writing. It's just hard to hold this massive thing together. Definitely, so yeah. I mean, we you, you, you got to look at the yeah production side of it, you know, and understand why they had to do it, why they had to move on. People are saying it's because they have this trilogy coming up for Star Wars. You know, they're they're going to be involved with that. I, I think they're writing and directing it. I believe. Um, the uh, yeah. Do you know any more details than that? Cause no. That's all, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's all under wraps. I think. Yeah, no one, no one knows what. We don't even know because there's a setting on this. No. Like, time period. Nothing. No. Uh, we know okay. when. The, I mean, there's Star Wars films scheduled to be released 2022, 2024, right. and then 2026. 
How about that release of that calendar? It's like I know. I don't fucking know. I know. It's like so. Yeah, really. This is coming out then. It's non. Yeah, it's non news. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, those those big. Yeah, they make it seem like this huge you know story when it's yeah, it's just non news. But uh, but yeah, we don't know any deals on that because Ryan Johnson is getting a trilogy and they are getting a trilogy. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Two a trilogy each. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, if you if you hated Benioff and Weiss. Uh, what they did to Game of Thrones, you're going to really hate what they're going to do to Star Wars. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Talk about dividing two fandoms right there. Jeez Louise. Um, yeah, Someone's so going to get like, I don't even know what, where this is going to go. I it's know. so funny, though. Yeah. The, like the angst of the nerd, it almost <laughs> kind of makes me happy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, people have made that argument like how they, you know, oh, they were just looking for Star Wars. That's why they shortened the series and everything like that. But, it's like whatever. Um, Next thing we need to hear is now that they're gonna, they're either gonna be in talks to do a Harry Potter or a Lord of the Rings. That's the, that'll be the like the coup de gras, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, what I what I kind of wanted from this was just yeah, I mean, uh, just more depth. I mean, just uh, you know, more depth about the Night King and the White Walkers. I didn't want them just to be this evil, just because they're evil. You know, I wanted I wanted a little more than that, and I wanted a little more. You know, even John going to the Night's Watch and the Wall. Like, why do they need you know a Night's Watch anymore? Um, okay, so let's talk about that. Okay, let's just yeah. look, so we we've hit on this two or three times. Okay, so John kills Danny. Well, I I don't know what you were thinking getting into the end of this, but I couldn't help. I don't know if I mentioned this to you or not, and there is no recording of me saying this, and it doesn't matter. It's just <laughs> there's no record. Episode one or two, I remember saying, the way he's going to have to kill her, I couldn't help thinking. The way she her actions are, it was subtle, but I, at least I got that from the show. Yeah. There's, there's a sense there, he's going to have to do it. And <laughs> he ended up doing it. And then I started thinking as well where you know where are these characters going to end up and one of the one of the possibilities i didn't know how it was going to happen but actually what i thought was going to happen with john was more or less what happened with aria oh I yeah like i didn't think end up at the wall but i thought it's pretty clear they've been telling us he doesn't want to be king so mm-hmm. that's probably out so either he dies or he just goes off somewhere but the way they did it in the show was he was more sentenced right yeah than him choosing definitely but but i think yeah that's kind of why they showed him going off with the wildlings like you know this is this is my i think that's him you know finally making his own choice and saying no i'm this is this is my true home the true north as as the wildlings call it and you know it's yeah that's that's i i feel like that was fitting for him to finally make his own choice there even if it's going against duty you know love love is the end of duty i love how they brought brought up that line again uh what an amazing scene they're both like in tears they're both devastated for this impossible choice and uh what did you think i mean did john really well of course he had a choice but was it the right choice I mean, yeah. I mean, it seemed like she would. She, she yeah, she would have just done the same thing everywhere else. Um, well, we're gonna go to Winterfell. Yeah, yeah. So I it, mean, it, what? Uh, we're gonna just gonna. I'm gonna have a global empire, and <laughs> we're gonna. Everyone's gonna bend to. My, we're gonna liberate everyone. What through fire? Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> crazy. I. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little torn with that. I mean, because it, it almost seemed like she was genuine. I mean, it almost seemed like she was just doing King's Landing to Cersei. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, 
she she knew i mean i love how you know they they kind of brought up earlier in the season you know just how much you know northerners don't like outsiders they brought up in the first episode and and you know danny's noticing how much you know the north loves john and and she's never going to have that that love of the people that he has you know so she has to rule by fear as she said in the in the beginning of that uh, bells episode so Um, were we supposed to buy that this was her Beginning descent into craziness. Yeah. I'm curious what I your mean, thoughts I don't think are. I, I don't think it's uh, her beginning. I think they've been hinting at it the whole series. You know, yeah, hinting, but it, we still run into the problem where we don't. The logic isn't maybe there, or did you think it was pretty clear? In other words, when when yeah, the bells rang no, and she yeah, torched so, so, everything. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say yeah, the bells. Um, that episode, I wasn't crazy about just because. Uh, it it mainly had to do with the rush season, you know. It's uh they they just they made that turn so quick. I understand Jorah died this season and Masande died, but yeah, I just I felt it was just it it came out of nowhere in a sense. But I I know you know in retrospect that you know they've been building towards it and everything like that. But I can see how you would have that. How, I even had that knee jerk jerk reaction that just like what the hell's going on here? Why is she going crazy all of a sudden? So, yeah, I mean, I was a little yeah. thrown like, off by that episode. But, yeah, I mean, they, like I said, they've been building it up for seasons. A sort of like, yeah, because you know that's where it's going. So you're like, okay, well, clearly she's going to go crazy. But, you know, I think actually what, what, what made me more mad was the logic of the dragon. Because the episode before, uh, the other one died pretty easily. Right. And then... In the bells, she just goes and just destroys everything, no problem. Yeah, like, that. that what are the, what's the deal here? Again? Uh, emotionally, <laughs> like, that's what threw me off in the episode too. Because yeah, when when uh, I think it was Rhaegal died yeah, in the right. episode before, um, yeah, and then she was just able to easily fly right to Euron. Oh, I guess. Well, why didn't you do this last time? I guess. Yeah, it, yeah, she could have done it right there and then. Uh, I guess Rhaegal died just because they didn't know they were there at first. But once you know they're there, you obviously can just take them out. <laughs> but why are you? You have an airplane, right? You can f- <laughs> exactly. It's not like you can't peek around the rock. Yeah, really, really high. So yeah, uh, yeah. There's some uh, there's some weird weird logic, but that's okay. But it has to make sense internally, and there just made zero sense internally. She destroyed. They had all those scorpions, which were like you're led. You know, the episode before you're led to believe. Well, God, there's really no chance that dragon can even do anything now because there's all those. Ballista and Scorpions will just shoot him out of the air, so he's kind of rendered invalid. Right. Well, what is it now? If I just get angry enough, then I can destroy them. Like, <laughs> what is the logic? Here? Yeah, that's yeah. There, there is no logic. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hard to swallow at some points. I can <laughs> okay. I can see the anger of of folks at some points too. But uh, again, like you said, it's it's been about the journey. You know, I mean, it's uh, you know you're you're gonna you're gonna have hiccups here and there. What would you think of uh, Cersei and uh, Jamie's death? Uh, Jamie is Jamie's an interesting one. I think this one pisses off fans because he has a a seeming redemption arc that never quite happens. Well, no, it does. He does redeem himself, but he has a fa- and I remember saying this to you. He has a right. fatal flaw, and that's his love for Cersei. You know, we want him to be with Brienne and be safe, yeah. and not do that, but he's going to. So 
that's he to me. I don't have a problem with his character. Cersei deserves to be tortured and have her eye right. Yeah, I mean eyeballs plucked out. And, <laughs> the 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 death. I mean, certainly was poetic. I mean, he said in earlier seasons he wanted he wants to die in the arms of the woman he loves, and which he essentially did. Um, and you know, but yeah, I just felt like the death was kind of anticlimactic um, in a way, especially for Cersei. Again, it just we barely saw Cersei at all this season, and then we finally see her again this episode, and it's you know that she just gets you know rubbled rubbled to death. Is that a is that a saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> rubbled to death. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know, just. I mean, I did too, but and and it's not that I want to see her suffering because we we got that already. We got her, you know, the shame, the walk of shame, and everything, you know. And it, well, I had a thought that they, I had, my thought is that she escapes, and then Arya. I, I'm all, I always have these Arya faceless man fantasies, I know. and one of them was Cersei on the boat. Yeah, th- there's so many other things they could have done. I mean, uh, my my thought was always that uh, Jamie would die, and we didn't know it. And then Jamie kills Cersei, and then it's revealed to be Arya. I, I had that thought, you know, seasons ago. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, they're showing Tyrion, you know, when he unburies them and sees them dead there. And then, like, <laughs> you see, like, in, behind him, there's, like, no bricks or anything. And they're saying, like, so you're telling me if they stood 10 feet to the right, they would have been fine? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that's, uh, that's a little weird, but... So, but well, yeah, a little I mean, nitpicky I, though. I mean. I, I, yeah, it is. But yeah, I, I wasn't. I, I just, I don't know. I just, I wasn't totally satisfied by their death. But you know, it is what it is. You I, know, I knew, I knew they were, they had to die. You know, they were gonna die. But I just, I don't know. I just, I was unsatisfied. I guess. But so, so I mean, so you, you, do you think this this wraps up eight seasons well? I mean, do you do you think it they did a uh, good job there? Would you have liked to? See, well, well, first of all, let me ask you this: Would you have liked to see more depth about the Night King and, and the White Walkers and everything? A little bit, but since I don't I, I don't know anything, and I don't we weren't given any information that like do they talk? Do they? I don't know. Is it just a symbol for death? Maybe maybe there's nothing else there. I I don't know. I mean, if there is more there, maybe. But there's no there's. I'm not sure what I would want from it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, essentially, Sauron from Lord of the Rings is just an evil entity. He doesn't really have motivation other than to be evil, and no one complains about that. So. Yeah, that's true. But I <laughs> I guess well, they do give you more information that he was. Uh, something else that has transformed and is now reappearing as just yeah, an evil bending you to his will. I'm, so I'm only they... ha- I'm only halfway uh, <laughs> through two towers. So How are you liking spoil it, so far? it for me? I love I love it. I mean, I don't love it. I don't want to say I love. I I, lo- I enjoy it. Okay, I don't want uh, to I, I'll say... don't go too far here. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to use the L word yet, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 good. You just <laughs> you guys are just dating. Yeah, we're just dating right now. Meeting up at Panera. Yeah, yeah. A couple (laughs) lunch dates here and there. You know, nothing too serious yet. What do you think about Arya? I wish she had more to do. She Uh, kills the Night King and then does nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I... Well, because especially because they built it up the episode before, you know, that, you know, she's seeing all this death and you're like, okay, she's going to be the one that kills Danny. And then, you know, she's walking up the steps in the season finale and stuff and then just stands next to John. It's like, Oh, okay. That was for nothing. Um, so yeah, I, I wish she had a little more to do. I mean, it almost seemed like they were building up this Westeros, you know, what's west of Westeros thing, and you know, as a spinoff. But it seems like that's not going to happen because that wouldn't make much sense to do a spinoff off of that because she's part of the main story. You know, right. I mean, yeah. Um, I think what I would have liked better 
if they were going there, which, uh, you know, they were, I want her to get her moment with uh, Sandor Clegane earlier, maybe on the King's Road. Right. Instead of in King's Landing with all well, that. Well, yeah, they, they had a thousand miles to <laughs> to at least talk. and you know. Yeah, maybe there's a scene along the way where he's like, you don't want to do this. Get out of here. It's going to ruin you. Look what happened to me. Basically, you know, almost what he said to her, but maybe with, with more depth because they've had some amazing scenes together. Yeah, not right when they get there and he's they're about to get to Cersei. He's like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 go away. <laughs> what were you guys doing the whole time? Just not talking for a thousand miles, right? right. I mean, <laughs> what... And, that would could have been a nice interspersed, you know, scenes as they used to do as as these two characters are moving along, and they eventually, you know, it could be like three or four scenes spread out over a few episodes. Of course, you know, we're talking in a totally different time span here, where then she decides to go west, you know, and she never makes it to King's Landing. She just takes off, and that's what we see as there, as all this chaos is unfolding. She's on a boat going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. that that would have been way more fitting. Uh, yeah, yeah, duh. Damn it! You just <laughs> <laughs> you, you ruined it. No, you didn't ruin it. But I did love I did love the moment when you know he tells her to go away, and then she looks back and says Sandor. You know, yeah, calls, calls him by her name. So it's a great moment. But she had no um, reason to be there later, and then just takes off. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. I mean, overall, I mean, yeah. Was this the 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 it certainly wasn't the best season but it's certainly not as bad as everyone's saying oh certainly not the worst finale ever go ahead Bron I laughed at the idea that he's gonna be the freaking <laughs> ruler of Highgarden he's the master of coin to me this is probably the worst scene of the episode I don't think this is controversial uh, of when they're sitting at the they're the small council yeah. I, I like Bron but this guy is not. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not responsible <laughs> with money, if yeah, I may. He's yeah, the guy's res- just good at killing. So what, right. we're going to give him control of the money and the <laughs> the wealthiest region in the king in the, in the six kingdoms. Yeah, at least make him master of war or whatever it's called. Like you know, what's <laughs> the point master here? Of coin. <sighs> Littlefinger was master of coin, and he <laughs> yeah. was like a politics genius. You right. know, you know. Uh, yeah, that that didn't sit well with me either but i did i did enjoy that scene just because okay. it showed them just talking about about boring politics after bran left and that's essentially what it was before the war of the five kings you know before robert died and everything like that's you know if they're not in war like that's the boring meetings they have so i kind of appreciated that well since you mentioned it let's just get into brand then and this brand the broken is the king yeah I, my my initial theory was that my and I mean they still maybe I don't know and spinoffs could play it off but uh, my theory was that the three eyed raven was going to be the villain the entire time. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, yeah, and um, and yeah, they didn't do anything. Well, we don't with know, that. I guess, right? Yeah, <laughs> he is the villain. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, there's another meme I saw. It said with Tyrion saying, "Who you know who has better story." Then you know the memory of the world or whatever you said about Bran, yeah. And then it showed like every character's picture underneath, <laughs> like uh, well, Jon Snow, the most obvious, right? <laughs> yeah. So Jamie, yeah, just any everyone? of them, yeah. Sansa, <laughs> Arya, like yeah. Uh, but yeah. So this is a fundamental problem with Bran, I think, and maybe the most fundamental is that he's he's a difficult character in the books, but an almost impossible character to put on screen. Yeah, I mean, I didn't read all the books, so I, I, I yeah, I just, I. What is this guy? 
and and they never really explain exact. I mean, you see his flashbacks, but he hints about knowing things in the future, but they don't really quite explain it. Yeah, they don't show that. Yeah, it is like I'm gonna go now, or I'm not Bran. I don't want anything. Yeah, then, like like where was he during the whole Night King battle? Like he just warged and didn't even say what he was gonna do. He was flying those ravens around. Yeah, doing what? Yeah. yeah. And now Drogon's flying off somewhere. I'm going to go check out to see what he's doing. Okay. <laughs> do what you got to do. And what, how does how does a dragon know what an Iron Throne is? <laughs> In terms like, of getting mad and melting it? Right. I don't know. <laughs> Probably I mean, not I, much. I get the metaphor and the symbolism. Yeah, that, you it's know, that's what killed, that. that. That's what killed his mother, and you know that's what he's killing. But come on, <laughs> you know, let's 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 be real here. I actually loved the first like half of this episode, uh, um, but then yeah, the the next half just I don't know. I just it just it was rushed and like how do we want to do this? Let's take a vote. Oh no, <laughs> we're not going to do a vote. Uh, uh, and then I mean, Tyrion Thier- and Peter Dinklage in this episode was. Uh, freaking amazing probably his best performance ever yeah yeah maybe i I don't know i mean he's great in that scene as we mentioned with him and john was fantastic and then that one scene where he walks up to danny as she's giving her fire and blood speech (laughs) about conquering the world right and (laughs) she's like you're you i don't know you're 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 treasonous or you disobeyed me or whatever it's like yeah i let my brother free and you burned a city. Right, yeah. <laughs> God, I got so much here. I got some just some notes here. The the John and Ned parallel. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. So if you remember all the way back to season one, Ned Stark, of course, lies about overthrowing. Joffrey confesses in the sort of handshake agreement that if he does so, he'll be sent to the Night's Watch. But instead, Joffrey beheads him. Right. Now in this, we get... Now, John essentially, in a lot of ways, John takes the place of Ned in this story. Yeah, the parallel I got was when uh, Varys is talking to Ned when he's in the prisons, and he's like, yes. Ned's saying, like, I'm not scared to die, are you kidding me? And then yes. he's like, yeah, but would you do it to save your daughter's lives? Yep. And that's what Tyrion says to John, like, would you do it to save your sister's lives, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely parallel here. They're very much, you know, that love you had for Ned essentially gets transplanted onto John. Yeah, that's why I love the first half of, the, of this episode too because I mean, that's that this is still in the first half of the episode and that's when John says like well, he, Tyrion brings up how D- Daenerys is fire and blood and then John says like we're not born with our house mottos or yeah. sigils or whatever like that was a great point that and it's true i mean look at john I'm a targaryen he's, yeah, yeah I'm not he's an asshole. technically <laughs> right right he's he's a targaryen but yeah. I mean, he was raised by the most honorable honorable man in westeros ned yeah. stark and uh you know so i mean that's i mean this this season obviously plays about you know you know plays on nature versus nurture and everything um and you know you definitely get the 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 nurture part in in john snow yeah. you do have choice and but what I really, really liked and appreciated, it took me a while to think about it, is because we knock Danny so much for her maniacal ways, but the world that is left after her, and you know, maybe she just had to do this thing and die, but you know, the world that Ned Stark lived in, he wasn't allowed to go to the Night's Watch. But by the time Danny does whatever she does, it's changed to the point where you can they're not going to behead 
John. So they have right. progressed a little bit. Things have changed. There is no tyrant left, and maybe there, it is. It is a hope for better things in the future. Definitely. No. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, yeah, Danny. I mean, she did, yeah, build a better world. I mean, even in in Esos, you know, she she freed slaves, you know, and everything like that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, she 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 left a better world than than you know she she was born into. So, yeah, good point. And uh, and they never brought Dario back. I thought they were going to bring Dario back, but they never did. <laughs> oh, I got another thought. Um, okay, so you have Danny and the Unsullied, and then you have the Night King and the zombies, and. Is Danny the human version of the Night King in the sense where she has basically a zombie army at her command? I mean, the Unsullied Ooh. do what they they don't they're not really independent thinkers or anything like that. I, I like that thought. That's a that's very interesting. Yeah, because I mean they I mean they you know were freed by her and everything, but yeah, I mean she uh, yeah she essentially. What choices do they really have? Right. In the end? No, d- definitely. I mean, especially when they see that she kills anyone who goes against her anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> right. You know, well, what are they no... going to do? Are they going to go, what, have a house? And, well, they're not going to get a wife, right? So, right, like, yeah. what are your real choices in the world? The, I think the Dothraki would be a stretch there because they are, they do have a way of life in a way. Yeah, they, things, they, so. they take more convincing. And I, yeah, I think, uh, I th- I think they're, they're definitely more free yeah. than, uh, the Unsullied. You yeah. know, when you, ha- when you, ha- when you have a penis, you know, you, you <laughs> just, just you changes do, everything. You, you, ha- you have different thoughts. <laughs> oh, God. But, um, I don't know. I kind of want to get into the moments. So do you want to do a show or? Yeah, let's do a show. Is this another um, episode? What is no, this? let's like, just... I think we can blow through these moments. Okay. Uh, especially me. I mean... It, it, right, I will too. Yeah, let's not, yeah. let's not dwell on it. Well, exactly. So uh, <laughs> so our top five I don't moments keep you. <laughs> in, in Game of Thrones history. No, I mean, you're not keeping me. Do you want me to start? <laughs> yeah, I would love for you to start. All right. Let's just create another conversation. All right. My number five is uh, Battle of the Bastards with... Uh, where Jon Snow is... Uh, basically, it's right after Rickon dies from you know uh, Ramsey's bow. I thought it was Dickon. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> Sam's <Dickon>. brother. Yeah, <laughs> good, good, good one, man. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, I mean that moment when Jon Snow is just ready to take that whole army on. You know, he's like, "All right, this is it." You know, I'm yeah. standing right in front. It's such a great shot of him with all the horses marching towards him. Him with the sword. Uh, How that's many just times has he been prepared moment. to die in this series? Uh, a lot. Ten? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, just willingly ready to lay that thing down for yep. what I'm going to do, and that's it. Love yeah. It. It's, and it's such an iconic scene now, just him, the horses marching towards him with his, yeah, the camera facing his back and with his sword out. It's like, what, what are you going to do? But he's willing to do that. That's what yeah. I love about Jon Snow. Great so, yeah, that's, that's my number five. All right. My number five is one that happens Every single episode, my top five favorite moments, is the opening credits. Oh, look at you going against the green. It wasn't the cold open of season one that actually drew me in. It was the, the, the title credits with the move with the sort of the eye looking down on a moving map with the magnifying lenses showing me everything. I mean, I'm a map guy, so I got a weakness for that. Well, it the- just showed me a whole world that yeah. I just love every single time i mean i watch these i'm like oh i remember every new episode where they go on this episode and it'll go to like pike or it'll go to dragonstone or you know 
the twins or something like that. I yeah, love that. It's a clever thing to do, yeah, to show you where we're going this episode. But also, it's a clever thing to do for like people, obviously, who didn't read the books and things, like for new viewers to like know, like, okay, when they talk about King's Landing, where the hell is that? When yeah. they talk about Winterfell, where is that? You know, it's it's just such a unique way to show the audience. Okay, this is the <laughs> world we're dealing with. Yeah. This is this is Essos over here where Danny right. is. You know, it's just amazing. Yeah, no, that's a good call. Look at you, Mr. Creative. Um, <laughs> Love it yeah. so much. And what did you think of this season's though? This season was in, in particular, uh, in particularly different. Oh, it gave me goosebumps. We yeah. got the broken wall and yeah. like the blue, which is sort of showing the advance of the Night King and his yep. army, which, so it, which awesome. essentially meant nothing. Um, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's to, great though. Yeah. That I, love, I love it, and uh, yeah, we got well, we saw Last Hearth, which we hadn't seen before, in more detail in Winterfell, yeah, and then down cool. into the crypts, and then into that in King's Landing. I I was blown away by the season opening credits. I love these opening credits. So yeah, good call, man. I love that. Again, very creative. <laughs> Thank you so <laughs> Just much. Just like the opening credits. <laughs> uh, so that was your number five. My number four is uh, Danny selling one of her dragons. Uh-huh. Um and then you know uh so yeah they they're at is it Astapor I think it is uh you know this she's trying to buy an army the Unsullied she says she can buy it with she'll sell him this dragon J- Jora and uh, uh Barristan Sir Barristan are yep. both like don't do it don't do it uh, um and she's like please don't speak against me again and then an episode like an episode or two later you find out that she's she can speak speak valerian this yeah. whole time so this king that's been insulting her this whole time or this calling a whore or whatever yeah exactly and then uh you know she's she sells quote unquote sells the dragon to to him and uh and that's i, I don't know if this is the first time she yeah i don't know but anyway she, yeah she basically says you know Dracaris as after she you know sells it to him and burns him alive <laughs> and then that's when she you know gets the unsullied and everything i don't know i just thought this was a great moment for danny and great moment overall in the show it just like shows just like it, it kind of blew me away you know it just shows you know kind of the twist you know you're like what she's gonna sell whatever dragons <laughs> like what's going on and then yeah she's just like nope jerkaris uh, um, fantastic uh, yeah great i thought call. that was a great moment it's it sort of showed that she's for real and she's serious and maybe it was someone one of the things we were talking about earlier which is you know one of these little hints not that it was well she does just sort of roast them for (laughs) yeah because she could not that you know we talk about maybe the morality of it because they're slavers and all that but still i mean that takes some kind of ovaries to do that Wow. Well, well, I'm, balls. I've never I don't know where that. to go there. <laughs> that was great. I just love the confidence she had, you know, when she's telling Jorah, like, you know. Back off. Yeah, like, tr- not trust me, but just, like, don't This is my deal. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was, that was a great moment. I just wanted to include that uh, in here just because, yeah, I think that was a... Uh, one of my favorite moments of the show, one of the biggest surprises for me, because again, I wasn't a book reader or anything. So, yeah. yeah, great, great. stuff there. Now, just to take a second here on Danny. Now, maybe could could she have survived if they killed Drogon? Ooh, would that have um, been the maybe maybe kill the dragon? Because without the dragon, she's not quite the menace. You know, 
Right. Yeah. I mean, she's uh, yeah. She she has dragons. Uh, I don't know, man. It's that's a that's a good point. Uh, I don't know. I think the, the dragons represent a belief. So I mean, people believe in her. But I guess if you, I don't know, if a guy has a machine gun at my house, I'm going to believe in him too. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just can't, I, so you just can't take away the machine gun, and the guy's okay. You got to kind of get rid of the guy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Guns don't kill people. People, people kill, kill people. <laughs> like, you really, you literally just made that argument. <laughs> okay. Anywho, that's my number four. <laughs> uh, my number three. No, is, you're number four. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. My number four is Arya killing killing Walder Frey. Ah, uh, that's on my short list. Great. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, the last thing you're gonna see is a Stark smiling upon you as you oh. die. <laughs> That's great. I love it because he's like asking where his sons are, and she's like, "They're, they're right here." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "What? What do you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> it's great because in the books you keep hearing about Frey Pie, Frey Pie, Frey Pie, and then we finally see see it in the TV really? series. Yeah, you get that finger. Oh man! Oh, uh, he's like, oh, wow. <laughs> That's a great call. Yeah, again, that was on my short list. As when we came up with this topic, I told you like two minutes later. All right, I already got ten. Yeah, <laughs> that was true. that was one of my ten. So, great. Um, yeah, good call. All right, what do you got next, buddy? Uh, my number three is uh, an episode called "Winds of Winter." It's the beginning of this episode. It's when Circe blows up the Sept. Um, This this episode beginning might be one of the greatest moments in television history. Um, Just the the I think it's the greatest score in television history. Just the 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 slow piano music. I think this is the first time I think I read that they used piano in the score. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Just that slow build up to what's going on. Like Cersei's supposed to go to trial and it's like, oh, she's not she's not going. What's uh, what, what's ha- she's getting dressed. What's what's happening? And yeah, Marjorie figures it out like we got yeah. out of here. And then yeah, they start. They won't let anybody leave. Oh, man. Very tense, amazing build up, uh, and then like uh, they got uh, what's his name? Her cousin is like crawling towards Lancel? the the yeah towards the Lancel. Thank you is crawling towards the candle, and he realizes it's you know basically he's trying to blow it out and everything. But yeah, just such a great build up. That's where we get the death of of Grandmeister Pricell and everything <laughs> oh, <laughs> with the, by the little birds, which we find out finally are little children. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah. Just such it's such a great moment, then then yeah, because you don't expect all those characters to die right then. The the High Sparrow, Marjorie, uh, uh, Lancel, um, Kevin uh, Lannister, K- Kevin Lannister, Marjorie's like, brother, um, almost all the Tyrell, uh, Mace Tyrell. I mean, a whole like yeah. host of nobles just yeah. gets torched. Yeah, it's like you don't see that coming. So, so yeah, number three, Cersei blows up the Sept. It's just an amazing moment, amazing score, just such a great buildup. And, and then Tommen's, Tommen's walk-off. Yeah, yeah, it, and that's used so much now in, in Twitter, you know, that gif, just like me, how I felt after this, you know, <laughs> just walking off. <laughs> um, I mean, I uh, I feel bad because Joffrey was a little piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tommen was a good person, man. And so I was mean, Marcella. You know, yeah. the other two kids weren't bad. Right, and yeah. Cersei's terrible. I mean, there really is no... You think so? I mean, people... <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. But, I, you know, you see arguments here, and I remember this when I used to be forum guy, 
book reader forum guy being like, you know, is she she was mistreated by Robert and she loves her kids and, you know, she's a woman trying to make it in a man's world and all this nonsensical justification and she is just horrible. No, it does definitely. not stand up for me one bit. No yeah. argument makes it for me. I mean, you see it in the way she treats Tyrion. I mean, I think that's kind of sums, sums her up right there. She's I mean, malicious. Yeah, definitely. Um so yeah, that's my number three. What Excellent. you got for number three? Well, it's a perfect transition because uh, this is the, the the first instance of wildfire, which is the wildfire explosion Ooh. on Blackwater. Again, on my short list, but yeah. great choice. Wow, we haven't had uh, any overlap yet. <laughs> uh, not, no, not yet. I love this. I mean, this this sort of cemented this TV show as almost like blockbuster. Hey, uh, <laughs> block, blockbuster TV in a yeah. sense. I think Definitely. this more than anything. I think this episode cemented the show as a phenomenon, and yeah, this absolutely. moment maybe in particular. Yeah, I mean, you got the great. I mean, that whole episode. I mean, you got the great speech from Tyrion. Like, yeah. let's go kill them. <laughs> yeah, I love the the, the chain with him and the what the chain trapping oh, yeah, the yeah. boats. I mean, yep. the, I, I remember reading about this, and I remember the books where it was like there's a chain and the chain, and he kept talking about a chain. You didn't know what the fuck the chain was going to do, <laughs> and then wow, we split we split the naval forces or wherever, and then we trap them, and then we sort of set up to kill the ones on the outside, and then torch the ones on the inside. What a freaking Ugh. great yeah plan! And just the visuals of that, you oh, know, amazing. the whole explosion, the green fire, and everything, so great. Yeah, I've I've always loved Blackwater. Uh, that's been one of my favorite episodes forever. Um, almost had this on my list. Yeah, great moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, two two instances of wildfire in yeah. number three. <laughs> Um, so my number two is the moment uh, of uh, it's uh, Tyrion's trial. Oh, great! Um, when uh, Tyrion, you know, uh, basically is is fed up with it he has uh shay is going to uh give her testimony is that what they called it in this i, I know they don't say testimony in the show but uh um, maybe a deposition de- yeah yeah <laughs> deposition. No, I have no idea. yeah i don't know <laughs> uh but yeah and that's when he's just like he's had it like she, the woman he actually loves you know is like totally breaking his heart right now and then he's like you know, I did not kill Joffrey, but I wish that I had. I, the only crime I'm, you know, uh, uh, guilty for is being a dwarf. You know, he's he's going off on his, you know, he's it's basically all this built up stuff he's had, you know, about his father. He got yeah. no recognition again for that Blackwater uh, war, you know, that Blackwater battle. Uh, he got absolutely no recognition. Oh, he was put um, into that little room. Yeah, yeah. Shipped of his title. Yep. Because he was, and, he was um, they tried to kill him. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, they did. They did try to kill him. Cersei tried to have him killed, or Joffrey did. Fucking bitch! But yeah, uh, Tyrion's trial. Uh, you know, the end. The end of it when he's just like, I wish that I had. I wish I had poison for everyone in this room, and just uh, you know, I will not let you know you decide my fate. I will let the gods decide my fate. I will. D- I demand trial by combat. You yeah. know, that's. So, uh, just Great. so epic. I just yeah. love that scene. And, uh, and yeah, that whole subplot the... with Oberyn Tyrell. I oh, mean, yeah. Oberyn, my, my yeah. boy. Oberyn, Oberyn, Oberyn that... Martell, sorry. 
yeah, Oberyn and the Mountain that was on my side list too. That that whole trial by combat scene was in my short list, but uh, it's too painful for me to relive, honestly. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough, but um, but yeah, I mean that that kind of ties into the Tyrion's uh, trial. So yeah, um, no, it, that's got to be. Was that all in one episode? Because yeah, so, uh, no. Um, so it was that episode, and then I think the next episode. Or the episode after was Oberyn talking to him in the jail cells saying at the uh, end of that episode was, I will be your champion. Yeah, you yeah. know, that was a great moment. And then oh. the next episode after that was the actual. God, mountain. another great moment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so great. Um, many, so yeah, many, I mean, many, that all many t- ties moments. in. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that's my number two, Tyrion's trial. Excellent. My number two is, hold the door. Hold the door. Yep. Hold the door. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's uh, this one this one made me cry. Yeah, it's it's a powerful moment. And just, and again, I thought they were going to go more into the three-eyed raven and how he can change, you know, the paradox of how going no, back into the past can change the future. Nope. <laughs> just accept it. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, go ahead. No, I mean, he just go I mean, what? Does he goes back into the kid's mind, ruins his mind and then he grows up to be I don't know. It doesn't matter, I guess, right? <laughs> but yeah. still, I mean, this poor, I, I almost look at him like a like an innocent animal in a sense, you know, a Hodor where you're. Yeah, I just feel, but his whole life was basically, well, now, now I'm predestined at, at in a way in the sense. But the fact that he no, but he does sort of, he decides on his own. He's he's not warged, and he does he does take care of Bran, and he has that moment of heroism on his own, and then of course, you know, loses it and. I found this deeply emotional, and uh, I mean, I, I, again, I was crying at the end of this episode. Yeah, it's just no, tra- it's tragedy. Yeah, and I, I yeah. don't think Brand did it intentionally, but you know, oh no, he definitely didn't. Yeah, I mean, he he tried he just a lot of, a lot was going on, and then he tried to warg war into the the Hodor in the past, and it right. just yeah, it just messed with his mind, and he reached back, he reached back yeah. and affected things as he was warned not to, and then he did, but then sort of. Semi makes it right, but he did. He he loved and respected Hodor, so it wasn't like he was. Yeah, I mean, you know. Hodor was his protector for yeah. seasons. You know, it's uh, yeah, no, that's a it's a great moment. I, I'm glad you have it on there. I think it was season six, um, same as Battle of the Bastards. Uh, that what a great season season six was. I mean, I don't know why people. I know because it went past the books. It seems like that's when people started like, oh, it's past the books. It's like I don't give a shit. Like. <laughs> I watch comic book movies all the time without reading the comics. And even if I have read the comics, like if it goes away, it doesn't mean it's a bad movie or show. Like, shut the hell up. I've never understood the critique of, oh, it's not like the book or it's not like the comic. I especially don't understand the, oh, they're pa- the show is now past the books. So I cannot like it because they do not no longer have the writer. Well, that's not their fault. Like that's not a no. that's not a valid critique. I'm sorry. You watch it as a TV show the way you would watch. Right. Uh, anywho, you got the number two. My number two was Tyrion's trial. What was your number two? Oh yeah, Hodor. Uh, I did a hold the door. Uh, my number one. It it might be a surprise that this is just one of the best acting scenes in um, Game of Thrones history for me, and just one that just always stuck out in my mind. And that's uh, Jamie in the hot tub with Brienne when he's telling oh, her yeah. about how he killed uh, the Mad King. 
Something yes. about the scene, man. I don't know. It just uh It's not just you. Yeah, it's just a great acting there and uh yeah, it's just you know, you finally this is where you finally see the not turn of Jamie, you just finally see see the real Jamie. You understand Jamie finally. You know, you know what what would you have done, you know, and just the way um uh, Nikolai, uh, I don't, I suck at his name. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, he just delivers, you know, th- these lines just so amazingly, um, you know, and you know, because he's weak from the his hand being cut off, and that was something I didn't see coming a few episodes before. Was his hand being chopped chopped off? And then, like, what he goes through, and just the the moment he has with Brienne in that hot tub, just. Uh, I don't know. It just it just paints a picture, and you finally understand who he is, and you know why he did what he did. Um, and uh, yeah, just in a scene that is most stuck out to me, uh, and moment that's most stuck out to me over the course of eight seasons. Fantastic and interesting about that, as you mentioned about the yeah losing losing his hand, crazy. And uh, we mentioned in the last episode of how that was basically crucial to his character. If he didn't lose his hand, he couldn't basically couldn't have developed as a human being. He had to his first instinct was always to draw his sword and kill. And he could no longer do that. So he had to think his way through life for the yeah. first time ever. Yeah. It, it made him contemplate his existence rather than just going for the easy kill. Right. Yeah. Now now I mean do you think that's why he became a good person? Just because he Got his hand chopped off? That's how I read it in the books. Oh, okay, in the books. Okay. And I don't know if that's as clear on the TV show, but that's... At least that's... I mean, maybe I... Maybe not even just in the books, but that's how I've always read it. Okay. Is that the hand was... He had to lose the hand to progress. Yeah, I mean, it humbled him and, you know, he realized... What if he didn't? Yeah. I mean, could you imagine him without his golden hand? Yeah. That couldn't fight? Right. Yeah. So he, what would he do? <laughs> would he would he would he do anything for Brienne? Would he do anything for anyone? Right, really? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, but I don't know because you. Get, I mean, TV show wise, you get glimpses of him being good because he even says like, you know, he makes up the story about Brienne and saying how she comes from Tarth, which is you know has these uh, gems or rubies or something um underneath them so he, he tries to save her before he loses her hand he doesn't want her defiled and things so i think he showed that goodness he does make his promise to catalan before that too i don't know that it, he could have been he could have found his potential without that handicap basically yeah no i i, I no i totally get that yeah i mean that's that's definitely true my number one is the most is probably the most obvious and it's ned's head yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I left that off and the red wedding off just because I wanted to talk about these other moments. But yeah, yep. yeah. Ned's beheading. Good God. From this moment on, my sense of morality and justice and what I want to happen through this saga starts from this moment. Yeah. When he dies and he's beheaded, I'm like, God damn it, there must be justice. <laughs> and I'm never going to be tired until I get it. And you, yeah, and you go back to that moment, and that's why you know I'm I'm 
kind of glad it had, the Starks had again had the ending they did in season eight yeah. because you know look at everything they went through they couldn't catch a freaking break you know with the the Boltons with Sansa when she was married Ramsey Bolton you know uh, it's just yeah they they couldn't catch a break yeah I mean this is this is the moment in the show when it's just like okay no one's safe you know this is uh, and this is where you choose sides yeah you definitely choose sides absolutely from here on out you're you're a Stark guy yeah. Or you're a crazy weirdo who likes Cersei. I don't know yeah. which, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's, it, that's why I don't buy that, you know, there's no clear-cut villains and, and you know, uh, protagonists. Like, obviously the Starks, it's the Starks versus Lannisters and the Starks are the good yeah. guys, you know? I mean, right. but but I guess they, they bring up the, the that uh, uh, dilemma when, you know, Jamie turns good. You got Tyrion who's good, um, you know, and they're, right. they're both yeah, Lannisters, you know? Yes, exactly. So it's not entirely I mean, family versus family. It's certain people in families versus certain people in families. But exactly, and it's not like the Starks are all good. I mean, Arya is obviously not. Sansa even has her kind of dark streaks. And right, you know, we're not really clear on Brand totally. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to rewatch the show, like just watch, trying to imagine that the Lannisters are the good guys and the Starks are the bad guys. <laughs> I kind of want to watch it in that way, just to like see like how that would feel. It's basically impossible to do though. I know Ned, Ned beheading because you. I mean that is essentially is the the moral pivot of the whole. Series. No, he was treasonous against the king. I mean, he should not have said he was. You know, he was inbred. You know. You know, you think about this. God, now I I want to just keep talking and talking. Keep and doing I, it. Do <laughs> this idea of stupidity. Um. We heard this, I think, I think you probably heard this on Twitter this season about how stupid John is, how stupid Tyrion is, advising Danny failure after failure. Ned was stupid in season one because, you know, whatever his plans were, partially betrayed by Sansa, who he's like, we're leaving, and then he goes and tells, she goes and tells Cersei that we're leaving, which tips him off. But, you know, think about Ned's pr- predicament. He goes down there, and then Robert dies. Like, yeah, what are the chances yeah. he's gonna die in right. a hunting accident? Like, yeah, by a wild boar. Yeah, I see. People are just confusing stupidity with honor. You know, I mean, right. there is an honor to just you know keeping true. I mean, you know, just look at the example Ned set for his kids. You know, being honorable to the end. You know. Um, Right, so he's so stupid, but yeah, he raised all these people who grow up to, in the end, basically, you know, rule the world. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I think, yeah. That's how the, stupid he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, come on, stupid. Like, g- g- give me a break. Like, uh, people, I mean, if stupid, I don't know. Like Ned says, you know, you think my life is worth, you know, I learned how to die a long time ago. You know, you think my life is right. worth, I forget exactly what he says, but it's it's great dialogue there. But, yeah. Um, it's a fantasy. There's a, there's a crazy confluence of events that happens that push these things forward, and we analyze it like it's real life, and I think that gets a little bit weird. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I think one of the biggest moments of the show was the Red Wedding, and I purposely didn't put that on mine just because I I know that's the biggest moment of the show. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, uh, def- Probably the most famous moment of the show um, most shocking. Uh, one, reading the book where I threw the book. I was... <laughs> No, I, I threw the I threw the book Jeez. across the room. Does it happen like at not, the end of the book? Uh, somewhere in the middle of book three. Jeez, <laughs> man, that's and rough. There's that scene in the show. 
so they, there's the red. I don't know where this exactly happens, but it's the one I think where Arya maybe because she's on her way, right? To yeah, meet Rob. Yeah, she's she's yeah. The Hound is taking her there to yeah get his payment. That one where they where they sew the head, Ugh. the wolf's head yeah. on his body. Ugh. That's that's vomit material it, for me. Definitely. They do they Sick describe of, that in the books? Yeah, it's just just sucks. Ugh. The interesting thing about Catelyn is she kind of comes back as a zombie. Yeah, that's what I heard. Lady books. Stoneheart is exactly. Yeah. yeah, she goes around killing Freys. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> with I think I think with the Brotherhood without banners, like Barracks and Thoros's group, I think. So, but uh, she doesn't obviously doesn't appear in the show, which. I don't think that would have been that would have been kind of awesome to see your show. Yeah, up that would have been it? interesting, uh, even for like partial, just little like two minutes here and there. Yeah, throughout. I mean, especially because they brought up the mythology of you know zombie like creatures with the yeah. with the Night King bringing up the dead and stuff. So, do you have any honorables on this? Uh, I mean, a lot of my honorables were, were what yours were. Uh, okay, Ned beheading, Red Wedding, which is essentially number one. I just didn't want to put it on. Um. Hold the door. Joffrey, how about Joffrey's death? Uh, Joffrey's. Oh, that I didn't have that, but yeah, I mean that's definitely a huge moment. Um, he, now that was one. That was kind of fun. Yeah. No, that's. I, I got the. I get the popcorn out for it now when I rewatch it. <laughs> so. I mean, he was about as bad as it gets as far as villains well, go. Right? I mean, him or Ramsey, uh, who's worse? That's. Uh... Ramsey's like almost over the top unrealistic, I think. Yeah. Joffrey, I can more see. Ramsey made it to the books, right? He did. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, honestly, I I skipped over the Ramsey parts in the books cuz I just could not handle it. I'm really? Like, I don't so they, I don't know what I don't know what I'm reading. It was worse than the TV show. I mean like I don't want to read this. I don't want to have this is torture porn. Literally torture porn. Yeah. I don't have any interest in it. Interesting. I don't, care right i don't know how you felt about what I, even on tv i'm like this is sick yeah and the actor they chose for him like he just oh, has that face know, just that like look. oh <laughs> get away from me but to me i think even despite all that my my uncomfortable me being uncomfortable with it is i just i really do feel it's just unrealistic it's so sadistic yeah. and over, you know but i can see a king going wrong and doing the things joffrey did that seems more real to me right definitely um, uh, the other things I had, uh, Stannis saving the Night's Watch at the wall. Yeah, that was when, great. And then John and Egret's moment. Oh, in the great. In the, in just, the cave? Can, yeah. Can I, I just want to be here. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And maybe that goes all the way forward to the end, which is John's looking for that cave. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah, no, good call. I mean, yeah, he's definitely looking for that. I mean, it's... <sighs> Why are, why are we leaving these places? Let's just stay in yeah. one place, you know? We don't he have to move around. Yeah, and that's why he's going north, you know? Maybe he's going back to that cave. You know, I just need to stay in this cave again. <laughs> so. Find a find a girl that's been kissed by fire. Yep. <laughs> and uh, just make a life. Uh, There's nothing wrong with and that. And it's funny because that cave scene is the same episode as my number one, the Jamie uh, in the tub scene. Oh, was yep. it? Yep, kissed by fire. Yep. Now, that's interesting because they go into like hot spring bath right and then wow yeah. that's like forging a love between both right one well they they both end badly yeah. well that's game of thrones <laughs> that's game of thrones for you <laughs> oh, by dies. the way i love the i love the moment uh, in the season finale of brianne writing in uh writing in jamie's uh history in his <laughs> king's guard book 
I thought that was great. Uh, died died uh, protecting his queen. Promised last thing I want to mention is the uh, spinoff series. I don't believe which is you. coming out. <laughs> you, don't, you should. <laughs> uh, the spinoff series starring Naomi Watts. Oh, yeah, that's right. She is in it. So I, I, I mean, obviously, I think people have said, you know, assume she's going to be a Targaryen. I don't know. Uh, well, we don't know. Or a Lannister. Um, or or maybe none. Uh, this thing <laughs> that's is true too. This thing is is codenamed uh, the Blood Moon. Oh, that's the one she's in because I, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Um, uh, interesting thing about that is that now in in the books the term Moon Blood refers to a woman's period. Ooh. So flipping yeah. that around. I what don't about know uh, well because it's called um, Age of Heroes too, like Blood Moon uh, Age of Heroes. Right. Well, we don't know the official title, um, but. Uh, yeah, uh, let's see. So um, HBO, I actually have this up, uh, if you don't mind if I read for a second. Uh, this says, HBO has revealed that it will tell tell of the world's descent from the golden age of heroes into its darkest no. hour. And only one thing is for sure. From the horrifying secrets of Westeros history to the true origin of the White Walkers, the mystery... It's not the story we think we know. So it's sort of the beginning of... So maybe all the problems we had with the Night King and the White Walkers will be answered here. Yeah. And this will take place... Uh, so it's the end of the Age of Heroes, and this thing's going to be about 10,000 years before the events of the show. Wow. So let's see what happens. I know. This could, be, this could be airing within a year or two. Wow. So I think we might have our uh, site. I didn't realize that was the Naomi Watts one. So good stuff. Yeah. What well, Did you have any... Uh, different ones those, I think that's the only that one well I thought there was one called like the long night or something I thought there was gonna, one going to be about the long night I don't know maybe that's this one I don't yeah know. it could be this one's in production now Dave can we end the show now <laughs> we can that's my words uh, so yeah that, that's Game of Thrones I mean for top five I mean we went uh, on and on uh, but, uh, but yeah I mean that, that it's uh, eight yeah, I mean almost ten years of our lives you know that uh, this show took up so <laughs> So yeah, we, we wanted to talk about it and appreciate you all sticking around for it. Dave, where, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me and uh, talk to me about Game of Thrones at Dave underscore Quist. I am at BC Cord. Find our podcast at Blockbuster Cast. Um, and find our merchandise on TeePublic. Get some stickers. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. For Dave, I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the flat screen. 